This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Yo, 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 Victoria Ames. <laughs> that almost sounded like a broomy accent. Yo, 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 yo. No, it didn't. It did. It did to me. Um, Laura, can you just explain what's happening right now in your house? Who's with you, considering it's the summer holidays? Wait, wait. Can you hear that? It's the beautiful sound. No children. Oh, Victoria. <laughs> now, I just I just want to say I'm nearly at my limit. What I love about this is it's normally me that whinges about my kids all the time. No, but today, I'm really struggling. It's Laura's turn. She sent me a, a string of voice messages where <laughs> literally like, I, I can't do it. I can't. I cannot. I cannot do the summer holidays. I, I just can't. It's so intense. Yeah. You know what, though, like I said to you in one of my voice messages today, before COVID, and I don't know whether any other parents can kind of like relate to this, before COVID, it would get to the beginning of the summer holidays. I think, fucking hell, this is really intense. Get to the end of the summer holidays. I'm like, actually, this has been really lovely. But when when COVID happened, like my children didn't go into school. They stayed at home with me solidly for Mm -hmm. what was it, like 18 months pretty much, wasn't it? And that, for me, has just fucking ruined it because it's like, and maybe it's because it's still so close, you know, yeah. it was only a year ago or last year that we were still in a lockdown, wasn't it? So yeah. maybe it's just still too close. But I found the last two summer holidays, last year's summer holiday was awful, but I was still recovering really massively from my breakdown. I was still having panic attacks then as well. So that was really hard to manage. And then like roll on to this year. And it's just like, I'm just fucking exhausted. Yeah. And I think the problem is, like I said to you, my routine's gone out. I let them like, you know, yay, it's summer holidays. I let them have like that break. But I need some kind of like routine to yeah, drop kick them the fuck to bed. That's it. So you were saying they've been going to bed late. And I think that's the right. thing. I, this is why I'm so angry about bedtime. Even sometimes no, I'll let it Your kids aren't 11 and nearly fucking seven. Imagine if I said to my seven-year-old, imagine if I said to my 11-year-old, Bedtime, darling, at seven o'clock. He'd be like, what? I'm so sorry. I'm actually eating some crunchy rocks Don't at the moment. fucking start. Oh, no, that's it. Not what do you mean, there. crunchy rocks? Crunchy rocks? What's that? A crunchy that's in rock format. A chocolate? Well, no, it's not a rock from the back garden, Vic. I don't mind me like seaside rock because you live by the sea. Ew. Yeah, what is rock? rock? Rock stick? Is that what it's called? Stick of rock. Stick of rock, yeah, that's the one. They're shit, aren't they? They are shit. Um, back to our shit kids. Um, mm, yes. Mine are gone, so. Yours are gone, you're on your own. You've got a few hours of bliss. And the other thing we were talking about is being self-employed and trying mm-hmm. to 
work. Or if you work from home and you've got the kids there, it Hard. is not possible. No, I know loads of people that are really struggling as well. That like, yeah. as in recently, have just been like, you know, like I literally leave work and I have like not even a minute of my life is reserved for anything other than parenting yeah. and then having to work. It's yeah. really fucking hard. I know, Working from like... home is no easy uh, feat, you know, and I know lots of people that were office bound that now work from home and it sounds wonderful, but actually the reality of it is you still have to put eight in, in eight hours yeah. and you've got two children that require a lot of your attention. I know. So you have to try and, and then you're so exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. You've got to try and fit it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, how are you anyway? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm going out tonight with the, um, I know, with the school, not, well, they're not school, the nursery mums, going out with the nursery mums. Are they cunt mums? Yeah. Of course. So when we go out for a drink with non-cunt mums, would I? They're uh, my little merry band of um, loud, obnoxious women. That's why I, I like them. <laughs> you have a little drinky poos? You have a little drinky poos, but you know, it's like it's taken a while to find that little crew. Yeah. But we've all sort of congregated now and there's a small little group of us and um, we have a laugh, you know, we have a laugh. And uh, I know that we've all been going through various shit times with the kids for lots of different reasons. So there'll be a lot of Prosecco, a lot of whinging about our kids and a lot of whinging about our partners because that's what we do, guys. That's what we do. It's healthy and it's totally okay. Yeah, we need to do it. It's a release, isn't it? So mm. I'm looking forward to it because I've not been out for a while. Well, last time I went out was with you, so that actually was not that long ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago was, like fucking... was that two weeks ago? No, it must have been more than that Three weeks It was three weeks ago Oh my it feels god feels like six months ago, mate Did we uh, We didn't say on the podcast that, um, We we went Stayed in this hotel And then for whatever reason The card didn't go through So the man like Chased you down the street Shouting Victoria Yeah, shouting Victoria I was like <laughs> Which she totally ignored Because I know Yeah, because Victoria. I was like My name's not fucking Victoria Um yeah. They must have thought we were scammers because that happened and you ignored them because obviously your name is in Victoria. And then even after that, it still didn't go through. They had to send an email saying, Oh, excuse me, have not paid for your bill. That's because of their pure incompetence. Yeah, it was them, it wasn't us. They were massively incompetent as a hotel, I think. Yeah, I know. It's like quite a posh one, but you yeah. know, can't get Dis- the service these days. Disappointed. I'm going to do a fart. There you go. I didn't hear it. Oh, I've got um, terrible wind at the moment. Oh, I've got an itch in the ear. house out, mate. It's unbelievable. My ear is unreal, like crazy really? itchy. I don't know what's going on with it. God, please don't tell me you've got like a spider in there. Don't. Is it oh, one of the bit. chicks um, that accidentally fell into your ear when you were feeding the seagulls the other day? <laughs> now, well, I didn't put them on my penis. On my penis, on Steve's oh, penis. There's no God. penis seagull eating. But I do have a, you say that, I do have a news story. Oh yeah, go on. Which then. I find I find this one particularly interesting because I can understand the mindset. Okay. Okay. Sex with Tesco value lasagna blistered my bell end. Oh, here we go. Sex with an inanimate object. Everyone's at it. A shopper has vowed to never again set foot inside Tesco store after he severely burned his bell end while bonking one of the troubled chain's lasagnas. Vince Shaw, 47, settled down for an evening of food, food lust, with a 95p value. That's very good, isn't it? 95p. Everyday value, a ready meal, but ended up spending two days in hospital with ghastly genital scolds. Why would you warm it up? Because I suppose you want it to feel as lifelike as possible. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's got a very soft texture to it. I can understand. Of you all... did say the other week, didn't you? 
you know, use a sandwich, ham in the toilet roll. Same thing. And you've got the layers of lasagna or like the meaty bit, maybe, you know. Those layers are almost like the labia, aren't they? Yeah. And then the cheese sauce is like female. Outer labia. In the labia. (laughs) And then you've got just the general moisture. You don't require any lube for that, do you? Oh, yeah. But what if you've got a bit of mint stuck behind your foreskin? It says, uh, Vince said, I've been a loyal customer to Tesco and was willing to overlook all their shoddy bookkeeping practices, but they never, ever once warned me that their scalding hot lasagna would injure my bell end. I'll never shop there again. I, like, I'm sorry, but how are you blaming the fucking supermarket for, for your being a perversion fucking knob to end. shag lasagna? It's yeah. just... You <laughs> fucked a lasagna that was put in the microwave clearly for four minutes too long. You know, if you want it to feel lifelike... Well, probably not. Don't know those lasagnas, mate. Those lasagnas, when you put... I mean, anything that you put in the microwave, it's like hotter than the centre of the earth in yeah. the middle and then so cold on the outside. You absolute twat. I was prepared to overlook the fact that Tesco are dodgy as fuck because of their book counting. But the fact that their lasagna gets hot when put in the oven, ugh, absolutely diabolical. It's not meant to be eaten, you fucking moron. It's not meant to be put over your dick. Jesus. made a formal complaint? Well, he did. He he went to the fucking fucking paper. Was that him that volunteered that story? Can you imagine like Tesco's, like what you want to call them, like their HR department or whoever the fuck it is that deals with comms and being like, Right. <laughs> sure. Okay. Any, any publicity is good, it's good publicity. publicity. Either yeah. way, you know. So there I you bet go. That lasagna is no longer 95p thanks to Brexit. Do you think that he um having, you know, made love to this lasagna? Not maybe this one, because this is, I don't think this is a, like do he's a rookie lasagna boner. Do you think he has done this before? No, because if he had, he'd know not to put it in the microwave for so long. But do I'm going to take a guess and say that he has fucked food sources before this? Well, I think lasagna of, of all, I think, is fantastic choice. And what about the? But there's, there's, it's the mints though. What if a yeah. little rogue bit of mints got stuck under your foreskin, or like a pea? What if it were to get stuck in your pee pee hole? <laughs> Your pee hole. And remember when we had the uh, sweet corn under the foreskin? Yeah. I mean, I still find that that's one foreskin, isn't it? I've slept with someone that had enough foreskin to probably smuggle in a family through customs, to be fair. Oh, really? Do you think he could have taken a whole cob? That was the one, do you remember, that um, it was like (laughs) the mole in a very long neck. Oh, yeah, the polo polo neck. That was him, yes. It was excessive. Like, not erect. There was more foreskin than there was penis. So it went below... Yeah, below, below deck. It went below, <laughs> went below deck. <laughs> <laughs> and truly below deck in the fucking submarine. Oh, um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't, I just don't know. If, you, if someone if has that much foreskin, yeah. do they fully grow into it? Or is there could there potentially be a bit of foreskin left over once they're up and standing, you know? I can't remember what happened to the excess once he was erect. Did he get all just fully into it? Yeah. yeah, but that means he grew into it. Yeah. So it was just a lot of skin. And then when he got a boner, it's kind of miraculously disappeared. It's almost like, you know, when like people lose a lot of weight, they lose like 20 stone and then yeah. they've just got like massive a lot of excess skin. Of skin. Yeah. It was, like, it was like that. It's like his penis lost weight. 
his penis had lost weight. Yeah, it yeah. used to be obese. <laughs> Do you know what I find mad though is that women are super, super like self-conscious about their labias and about um, just excess skin in that area. And yet men come in so many different shapes and forms with their penis. Like they're either fucking hung like a donkey yeah. or they have a micro penis and there's nowhere near as much shame as women's genitalia. No, I don't know though. I mean, there I is don't... around micro penises. Yeah, I was say that. There's no, de- there's no denying that. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's some what's considered an average penis or whatever, and yeah. above that, Steve's. You know, I'm not talking about it. I like Steve's. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice. That's so enthusiastic about that. <laughs> Looks nice. I've not touched it in a while, but it's nice. There is a picture of it, but I'd like to think that's not the, the lasagna. But oh, it I looks like not. it's got the opening of where a penis would have gone. Oh, God, I hope they haven't showed that. It's bad enough sharing the story. We don't need photographic evidence. Do you think he's gone, Mum, Mum, look, I'm in the paper. What, what's the I know. story, What's love? the, um, what's oh, the kind well of, like, done, darling. I knew motivation? Well is there a cash payment for sharing this kind of shit? It's got to be a cash payment, yeah. I don't if imagine so, it's a handsome call? sum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if so, I can make up some really great shit. <laughs> oh, do you know what I genuinely thought today? I don't know if I'll keep this on the podcast. I, it's, I saw something on TikTok and there was this guy just asking how much money people had their bank account. And this girl was like, oh, I've got um, £800,000 in my bank account. And he was like, what the fuck? And she said, I sell photos of my feet on this website called Feet Something. So obviously I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go and have a look at it. And then I've looked at it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. You don't have to be in it. Yeah, I'd do it. Passive income, mate. Wouldn't bother me. No. I hope what they're looking for is crusty, unpedicured um, feet. Is there a market for that? <laughs> There's got to be a market for that. My feet need some work. <laughs> Ingrown toenail, fungal infection. <laughs> they want to wank off over that? I'm here. I'm your, there will, I'm your there will be a market. It might not be as big as a more well-rounded looking foot, but there is a market there. Bunyan. Bunyan. <laughs> Maybe I'll put my wrist foot. on it as well. Yeah, a bit of obvious, but nice. Beautiful. I'll be a millionaire. You're working in it, no baby. Time. You're working it. I'll be a millionaire in no time. So on on Instagram the other day, I shared this reel. I don't know if you saw it, of this guy. Oh my god. And it was the woman basically said dating in your 40s. And it was a voice message of a guy basically being a complete fucking nutbag being like, "Um, I don't understand why you've not called me back. I never call people twice, but I like you. You seem like a I can't even remember. Oh, my God. He was psychotic. Honestly, like made every single ounce of my body cringe. And he was like, I'm a real catch. Like, Uh... if you don't see the fact that I'm a real catch then I'm probably the best person in this city. Oh, yeah, it was just vile. Well, actually, Laura, funny enough, I've got a dating story to share. Yes. Of course. Of course. So this is from one of our listeners. It says, oh, my God, my most recent dating story. I was chatting to a guy on a dating app who insisted on sending me unsolicited pictures of his penis. Oh. Why? I don't know. I just, oh, it's just... And these penis pictures. My profile was anonymous. You know, I can't, you know, I've really struggled to say that word. Anonymous. It's the most difficult word to say. Anonymous. Anonymous. So, so he couldn't see any of my pictures. Anyway, eventually he sent me face pics and I thought, hmm, he looks really familiar. Oh, I no. know you from somewhere. 
After asking him many questions to try and figure it out, the penny dropped. I was chatting to my mum's cousin. Oh! His, his uncle is my granddad. <laughs> so it's his second cousin, basically. Oh, my God. I just randomly sent him pictures of his penis. I've seen his penis fuck my life. Of course, I screenshotted everything and sent it to my mum to confirm it was him. Yes, she was horrified. And yes, I promptly delete the app and may have to seek additional therapy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my God, imagine that. That's so bad. We always say what a small world it is, don't we? That's really small. I mean, that's incestuously small. Yeah. I think that's the, uh, that's the thing with dating apps and it being anonymous of, I mean, he would never have known that he was his cousin, would he? Or second cousin or whatever, especially not no. if- the guy that received the pictures didn't have any profile pictures on there. fucking mortified when they're at the f- next family funeral. I know, like, my God. How do you even look him in the eye? Well, you wouldn't. You'd just look him straight in the penis, wouldn't you? And go, I've met you. I've met you. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> Get it out of my sight. Yeah, it's going to definitely taint family gatherings. Yeah. <laughs> taint sure. is definitely the word that I would use. But the psychology too, of that guy who sent the pictures. So he's sending it to an account where there's no photos. So he has yeah. no idea who that person is. I think all. he doesn't care. He just wants to get his dick out there. Yeah. He wants to make there. it famous. <laughs> He's like, look at my penis. I want everybody to see it. And he sends a picture of his penis before he sends a picture of like his face. It's very Did I strange, tell you? I don't it? know if I said about it on here the other week about the guy that sent me a dick pic. Are you, are you getting it's quite pants. a lot of big, uh, dick pics? Not really. You? Not, not, I don't get a huge amount, but I get the occasional one. But I got a picture of a man wearing pants that had a bear on it. And it said... Um, every time you share a video, you make my bear grow. And I was like, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) naturally, I then showed Steve and Steve went, I just want you to stop. (laughs) I want you to stop showing them to me. And I'm like, well, at least you know that I'm not prepared to have an affair with him. (laughs) Steve's like, I would much rather you have an affair with him than fucking show me this. (laughs) I've only had a couple and um, they've dried up now. I think maybe, you know, I'm past my prime. Yeah, I don't get them as often. I don't know if <laughs> so I don't get them as often or I'm just not in that. I don't, I don't check those unread messages. I don't me- check you know, the, those unread messages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's probably that. There's probably loads of dicks lurking in your DMs. You're never sure whether it's a dick pic or if it's a troll or, or someone oh, no. that's just going to threaten to kill you. So yeah, it's one of, know, is any one of those. I'd any much rather those, just normally. avoid it and be ignorantly blissful of, of all of the above. <laughs> You know, I really I think, I think it's illegal to send a dick pic now, isn't it? Unsolicited. Do you really think that makes a fucking difference? No, I don't. Oh, I'm going to go and tell the police on you. They'll be like, fine, I'm going to come in your face. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's just so difficult. It's like another thing on the internet, it's just impossible to police because people can just so easily create ghost accounts that they hide behind, isn't it? So, yeah. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. Yeah. Um, I also have a bit of a tidy up. 
Oh yeah, go on then. A bit tired, yep. It's from last week and it's from the lady whose boyfriend um came back in military clothing and nursing oh, outfit. Yes. Oh, yes. This is past his bum hole. We're all dying to know So she said Thanks for sharing this story ladies Another fab episode And I have to say Vic It's one of I sat there as one of our favourite episodes Isn't (laughs) it We had so much fun recording that one And she said My husband uh, said He's embarrassed and proud All at the same time I can confirm that the anal prolapse Does not heal on its own And does require surgery Which he did have Needless to say Pegging is definitely Out of the question (laughs) Much love So was that what they performed on him at the time? I can't remember now. It was like an emergency anal procedure. You can't go for emergency anal surgery and then pop back to Glastonbury and be like, all right, mate. Oh, God. I just just had my piles shoved back up my arsehole. The post-operation poos from a prolapse must be pretty intense. They're pretty bad when you're pushing after you've had a baby. You just feel like your whole uterus is going to come out. But after that, that must feel pretty bad too because it's actually your bum hole. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. My worst enemy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right. Shall I? Uh, have you got a story? I said, what's your worst dating story? And people yeah. wrote in. Oh, my God. It was years ago. And I went on a few dates with a guy. All was going well. Kiss here. Fondle there. Then came on the full nakedness. I've never in my life seen so much body hair. He was bald as a coop from his neck upwards. <laughs> and the first didn't end from neck down. I don't mind body hair, but he rubbed against me once and I was physically heaving. I didn't see him again. I came to the conclusion that full-blown hairy men isn't my thing. Now, I like hair. You do like a bit of hair, don't you? I, li- I like hairy men. Yeah. Do you? I um, used to like men. I used to like men that had no hair. Like I didn't want chest hair, nothing. Now I am fucking love chest hair on a man. I can't, I'm just trying to, yeah, I've never slept with a hairless man. Let's put it that way. They've all had (laughs) some form of chest hair in varying degrees of hairiness. And um, generally it doesn't bother me at all. It's like, whatever. But there is a line. hairy. We all know about his bum hair. Yeah, Rob's bum hair. Not his chest, but um, his (laughs) bum hole's next level. Um, uh, The only thing that we, yeah, I think if it was like a carpet, yeah. From the neck down, and it's the shoulder hair that, yeah, that gets me a little solid bit. Solid back hair for me is a. I, I'm yeah. just sorry. It's a, yeah. No, there's no I, body body hair shame here because you know we're hairy bitches. And oh, I'm a hairy fuck. That. I'm but a hairy personal fuck. preference. Then yeah. Um, yeah. I like hair, but then these a little bit there, there yeah. is a limit. But I will tell you a very cringe dating story of somebody I know that I cannot share. The yeah. Details uh, of details of. But she went on a date and it was going really well. They had a great time. And then he leant into her and he said, I just need to let you know, I shave. And the person who I know said, okay, already thinking that's weird. He's bald, but that's weird. And he went, but I mean, I shave everything. There's not ah. a bit of hair on the whole of my body, and in that moment, she was like, "This, this yeah, is I'm not. One, I don't want. I don't want to be here anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and emotionally, she checked out. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I think. I think we know. We've obviously been really conditioned as women to fear body hair on ourselves, yeah. but I definitely do feel like I don't want to have more hair on me than there is yeah. on the man that I'm shagging. 
basically. And also, like, the thought of a man's chest being shaved and then rubbing up against those bristles. Oh, God, fucking horrible. Sometimes Rob will will get me to um, shave his back. I do do that for him. It's not, like, intensely hairy. It's more sporadic hairs, but um, I will do that for him. He... he... Also got very excited when we went away the other week. I was like, oh, have you seen the mirror in, in my bathroom? Because we slept in... Did I tell you that we slept in separate beds on the holiday? No. I can't even remember. Oh, mate, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to, when we went to Devon, because we stayed in this beautiful big house. And um, it was a five-bedroom house. And we were supposed to go with my mum and dad, but they couldn't come. Um, so we had the whole house to ourselves. So I, I was like, um, oh feel if I have my own room and he didn't care so uh he was like yeah sure whatever that you have your own room so I had my own room and it was fucking bliss I had like three how long there for four nights well I mean the kids slept like absolute dickheads but um I didn't hear any of it and Rob did most of the terrible sleep on holiday so I I actually got like at least two full nights sleep of not being disturbed once it was joyful Absolutely joyful. Marriage just sounds so lovely. <laughs> There's scientific research to say that having your own separate beds is better uh, for your the, the, the your sleep, the quality of your sleep, and for your relationship. Because you know, like I mean, I, I can bed, only go historically from the people that I've known in my life that have got older and then gone into separate rooms, and I can confirm it was not beneficial to their relationship. <laughs> No, but it's supposed to be like, um, you know, like Helena Bonham uh, Carter. She never shared with. No, uh, they didn't even share a house. They they have divorced now, but that's okay. Yeah, but they had like a fucking underground tunnel. Yeah, the one house to the other. I mean, if that doesn't scream wealth, I don't know what does. I know. Well, I have. I I haven't got. You know, I haven't got the space or the money for a tunnel. But one and another house. And another house. I did. Um. Yeah. I. I do. I do favour a separate room. Um, Needs to say we didn't have sex on that holiday, but that's okay. Well, we again we somehow went back. We went from shaving his back to you having sex with your husband. Nick, (laughs) I think there's something wrong (laughs) with you. (laughs) It's fine. This is this is life. Yeah. This uh, is but, but the the body hair thing, like I was like, oh god, do we share it. But you know, it's it's a it's a. I don't want someone wearing a t shirt of hair. No, I can't no, exactly. No, it's going to look like they've taken their. And it's off. like when you go to kiss the chest, and it's just like, where do I kiss? And then it's you get the hair in your mouth, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. If you lick, and then you get like a massive chest hair just stuck in Imagine between your teeth. You get fair ball, surely. Yeah, but you'd be like a cat, wouldn't you? At the yeah. end of bed. <laughs> yeah, which is what Hendrix <gasps> does. <laughs> right, I've got a funny story, Vic. Yeah. Got a funny dating ish story. Another one. Good. Just yeah. a general funny story. I was with this guy when I was quite young, probably 18 or so. My parents were away, so I invited him over. I had a single bed at the time. I mean, sex in a single bed's never fun, is it? Well, it's the sex such bit's hard fine. Work. It's, it's the going to sleep afterwards that's an issue. Yeah, sharing Steve a single bed. Do a lot of shit. Yeah, I did with my ex-boyfriend. Uh, I had a single bed at the time and a very pink girly room that I was embarrassed about as it had not been decorated since I was a kid. So I thought it would be the best idea to use my parents' bedroom. <laughs> One thing led to another. It was quite dark in there, so couldn't really see much. But I remember seeing 
on the bed sheet in sheer panic, thinking that it must have been my period at 18, being totally mortified, made excuses and got rid of him. Looking back, he must have thought I was a complete psycho. I rushed him out, returned to the scene where I found the biggest skid mark I'd ever seen and loads of what can only be presumed as a bunch of tangled ass hairs and toilet roll. I definitely... Uh, what? Where were they? So they were in they were in his mum and dad's bedroom. Yeah, having, in the bedroom? Yeah. Oh, it, no, so having, that's where the skid mark and the toilet and paper she, was, it was in dark, the bedroom. And so she thought she'd come on her period and she was like, oh my God, get the fuck out. No, it definitely wasn't fucking me as I'd had the obligatory shower, fanny wash, shave, wax, pluck every hair <laughs> and molecule off my body to impress him. What a waste <laughs> of perfectly good soap and sex prep for an 18-year-old. Safe to say I never went near him again and spent the rest of the weekend Googling how to get shit out of Egyptian cotton before my parents <laughs> came home. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that like, like as a parent though like you know thinking into the future and thinking oh my god i just i hope my kids don't do this shit they will like having sex in your bed though i don't think i don't think i've never done oh, that. i would have i probably mm, i don't think i would have done it no. i feel it would have been too weird out. out and also terrified that like they'd find out yeah, no, I can honestly say I've never done that before. But like the, I, it's just, what did he do with his bum? Was there tissue involved as there well? There was tissue, shit and arse hair. So, I mean, he must have had a real hairy arse. And was he wiping his bum during the act then? And then he just like have, dispositing of it well, on I the Well, I imagine if she was on top and there was just like that, gen, like the general motion, maybe his arse was literally being wiped on the Egyptian cotton. <laughs> What so she's on top, and yeah, the cre- the Egyptian cotton is going up the bum, and yeah, it's providing an exfoliating a... surface. Well, yeah, it's a very high thread count. Absolutely, a fantastic quality. I'd like to know how she got the skid mark out. Actually, is it what you're asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> we all we all suffer from every occasion. Me, every occasion <laughs> might happen. Um, that's grim. That's so grim. I wouldn't. I would. I, I don't you know what I don't think I've got any dating stories because I, I never really I don't know what your I suppose it's what your definition of dating is because anything I, isn't it anything what, when you're like, like seeing someone, someone yeah when you first like, start dating you've been together for a while but you, you've been seeing each other for a while but you're or not even like, like boyfriend, the first girlfriend. time you have sex it's still dating isn't it yeah, I I I kind of always like bypass dating, and I just went straight in for a fully committed relationship. You just went straight into the fucking. <laughs> yeah, basically, I did. Didn't you hate people that make out as if, like, just they absolutely fucking love being with their kids all the time? Uh, yeah, it's absolute bullshit. By the way, I think was uninundated with uh, that bullshit. on Instagram. It's like, bore off. Kids are so dry. Right, here we go. So then another dating story for us. We're quite date-heavy stories. I like these dating stories, though. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. So we ask for them, that's why. Oh, yeah, of course. So not sure where Silly to start. Billy. on Silly bitch. <laughs> Maybe my last one. This is her last date. Oh, that she's just been on. Set up by a friend. Not so close anymore. And when I arrived, he said, oh, you're a bit bigger than advertised. <gasps> I would have left at that point. I think I mean oh, like excuse me school with me like no absolutely not I was going to leave right right away but then he was oh no I was gonna leave right away but I was pretty hungry so I let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the irony in that state girl's gotta <laughs> eat a girl's gotta eat a girl's gotta eat you wanker 
So I spend the whole day, he spends the whole day trying to convince me that he was some sort of spy that was in the merchant navy. What? Everything I asked was, I can't answer that. It's classified. Oh my God. Who would set you up on a date with a dickhead like that? It's classified. So I knew it was going nowhere, but just waited for food. He watched every mouthful, which made me eat more enthusiastically. Still wouldn't talk about himself as everything was a security issue. When they came to ask if we wanted the dessert, he said, no, she's had quite enough. <gasps> what oh. I mean, I, I think this guy's never going to get a girlfriend. I ordered a banana split just to piss him off at this point. <laughs> yes, it was the mate. best banana split I've ever had. Finished that and went to the loo, paid for mine on the way back. And he said, oh, are you leaving? I was like, um, do you think this has gone well? He said, well, I was at least hoping for a little P in the V action. He actually made a f- little finger motion like when kids go like that. And it's like oh, pee and vagina. Penis in the penis vagina. And, vagina. and did the, mo- the hand fucking uh, action for that. Oh, oh my God. Uh, this guy gives me the ick oh, so bad. Oh. And he did a tongue click at the same uh, time. <laughs> What's the cooking for? <laughs> the sound of my little penis in my bowl and have lasagna later. <laughs> he actually, oh, I said the bit. I looked at him and said, no, thanks. I'm all right for that. He then said, well, I'm not surprised with the amount you've eaten. Cunt! And then left. Yeah, I called my friend and asked what I did to upset her enough to set me up with him. <laughs> I would definitely be questioning that friendship. Oh, my God. I've only been set, I've been set up on two dates. One was uh, by someone that I worked with who was really boring, and he set me up with someone who was equally as boring as him. No, you and should have taken the, that. The other person that I was set up with was Robert. Mm. Oh, look at that! Oh, we don't, don't touch each other. I shave his back and we sleep in separate beds. <laughs> you know what? I do vaguely remember. Maybe I did. It's been so fucking long. Maybe have I did you get ever? Stuff on a date. Have you ever set anyone up on a date? Yeah, yeah. By the way, don't ever do it. No, it's too stressful. The pressure. It went bad. Oh, did it really? Well, they ended up in a long-term relationship, but the, it was bad. Oh no! Yeah. Oh shit. Oh my god! How close were you to the each people, like each of the people in the party? One of them exceedingly. Was it a brother? Exce- no, but it was a brother of someone else. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Really, really, really. You know, on a scale of one to hundred, I'm going to say it's up up in the one hundreds of badness. So uh, that was the last time I ever attempted to do that. And the thing is, to me, it's not even about connection. I just think, oh, there's two single people. Let's just put them together. And it doesn't work that way. Oh, is that how you, is that your method of setting people up? That was my method many years ago. <laughs> I was fucking shit, Laura. <laughs> um, well, my friend who set us up, Jim, how I've known him since I was 18. Um, so he knew me pretty well and uh, he lived with Rob. So, you know, he knew us both. Yeah. He knew us both really well And uh, it was a match made in heaven um, And I knew it instantly That it was he was. I knew he was the one I knew he was the one From the moment uh, I, I just I, I, I just saw his Five thousand necklaces and ten rings <laughs> Ten rings, cowboy boots and open shirt Yeah, that must have been done it for you, mate That's, that's, that's the man, the man I want to spend the rest of my life with Um <laughs> I, I just think dating is a fucking minefield. I, I'm like, honestly, the dating stories, please keep them coming. 
Yeah, they're hilarious. They are amazing. I, I mean, think just like, be reassured that, you know, I've been there. I dated a lot of people and you have got to sleep. Maybe not necessarily sleep with them, but you have got to kiss a lot of frogs before you find the decent ones. Very disconcerting as well, isn't it? Yeah, I don't it's really, really know how I got lucky. I mean, don't get me wrong. Steve and I were a fucking mess. Like we argued shitloads in the early part of our relationship. For all intents and purposes, we shouldn't have stayed together, really. Yeah, but we did for some reason. He makes sense to me. Yeah, well, there you just got lucky and you found it early, and you've grown together. So yeah, dating is just fucking. Oh my god! Like nothing about dating fills me with anything. Of happiness <laughs> Because it's like Unless you were to get A really good lay All you're doing Is just seeing A lot of knobs I know And it's that It's that like Energy of having to meet A new person And have the same conversation And I'm <laughs> such a nervous Fucking person You see me in the flesh And like how much I over talk Like diarrhea Always ends up In the first time Conversation with me Somehow I don't know why <laughs> I always bring it Into conversation And that's just not How you make men go mm, I like her I think, um, yeah, Rob made me feel really nervous. So I, I was very nervous, but I wasn't like socially anxious. He was really easy to talk to. So he put me at ease, but I was very much like, oh my God, I'm so good looking. I don't know what I'm like. I'm, I, I always so good men. at flirting though, mate. I'm fucking well good at flirting. I'm not very good at flirting. I'm like, my vagina is hairy. Yeah, I don't um, think I could do it now because I'm so gaping. out of practice. I absolutely not do. Not big and gaping though, mate. It's not big and gaping. <laughs> it's tight. It's tight. I've decided um, I'm definitely getting vagina surgery on my bladder. Then it's bladder surgery, babe. I know. It's time to change. I'm doing it. And when I see my gynecologist next month, I'm going to be like, babes, I want what you to. What do you have to do? What do they tubes. do? Shrink it down or something? Expand it. I know it. someone who, again, I know someone who I can't share the information of who's had it done. Oh. Because you're pissing herself. Mm hmm. Okay, interesting. Three children later, she was yeah. pissing everywhere. That's what the bloody kids are doing to you. Um, mm. Right, we need to wrap up, don't we? Yeah, let's stop. Oh my let's God, Vic. Talking, Jesus. Just <sighs> when will I body. ever find enough conversation with you? <laughs> no. It's too much to be right off. I mean, we've had to cut out a lot of this episode oh, because it was just cannot be shared. And the, and the thing is, me a lot of joy. but a lot of people say they want us to stop cutting it out. But the thing is, our um, livelihood depends on us having to cut it out. Actually, not possible. It's not possible. It we really will be arrested. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you want to send a story or a, vo- a voice note, we love a voice note and agony mm-hmm. aunt, even though Laura's like so over agony yeah, aunt. We won't do that. Um, you can email us at nohosbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at nohalsbarpodcast.com. No, that's the one you just did. It's our Instagram page at no. Sorry, I've been silly. Not awesome. at. No, it is at. Yeah, it is no, at. It is of course at, it is. Yeah. Instagram at nohalsbarpodcast and go to our DMs and please continue to review. Do you remember when you used to do it? And I'd be like, oh, fucking stop saying it. And yeah, now I say it every week. But it's just literally on Spotify It's a simple case of the star system You just hit the star and then it's like out of five Obviously you're going to give five, you're going to give one Either way, I don't care You are still helping towards our statistics And making our dreams come true Um, Yeah, we will see you next Tuesday See you next Tuesday Bye (laughs) 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.